Your go-to girls, Jill Vanek and Lauren Sherwin, flip the script and give you a weekly dose of career advice, banter, and the insider office gossip. You have all heard the phrase, your go-to guy. We are Are your your go-to girls. Gobble, gobble. Happy Turkey Day, everyone. Welcome back to the go-to girls. It is our Thanksgiving episode. Ah, the holidays are upon us. Tis the season to be jolly. Tis the season. Well, I can't believe you're going to decorate already pre-Thanksgiving I'm, with Chrissy Moss. I'm decorating tomorrow. I'm doing it. So the week, be- I'll be doing it the week before Thanksgiving. because this will, tradition. This will hit on Thanksgiving, this episode. Yes. Like we are bringing joy and thankfulness to people's tables for Thanksgiving. I love it. We're really going to talk a lot about Thanksgiving. Happy I'm so thanks- excited. Happy Turkey Day, everyone. Happy Turkey Day. I hope everyone is listening to this with their bellies stuffed with sweet potatoes and pecan pie. Do you say pecan or pecan? I would have to, I, I like, let me not think about it. And then say it off the cuff. Yeah. Cause I, I'm like overthinking it now. Yeah. Pecan. Yeah. Pecan. Pecan. I feel like you pecan. only say pecan when you're like legit pecan. in the South, like a Texas draw. Like a pecan. No, I see. Pe- pe- I say pecan. Yeah, I say pecan too. How do you say golf? Golf, golf, golf. Like I'm gonna play golf. Like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go play around a golf. How do you say B A G E L? Bigger, (laughs) bigger, bigger. How do you say bigger? Well, that's the Philly accent, like family, home, phone, bagel. (laughs) That's the Philly accent. Phone. Let's do it. I only have a few words that I say Philly. Home. Like sometimes I'll catch myself being like, call you on the phone. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> when I come home. Yeah. I was like, that's Philly. Oh, God, I wonder what everyone's doing for turkey. What are you doing for turkey day? I will be going to my parents' house. Okay. Me and Tubbs. Who else will be there? Riding dirty. <laughs> We're going to ride down. He has his own little car seat. Yep. And my brother, John, who was a guest on the app. On the sibling episode. Did great. Cop John. And Narc John and his wife Colleen and my niece and nephew will be there as well. So cute. Um, yeah. It's Who's cooking? So fun. Your mom? Oh yeah. We don't even play those games. She's doing all of it. If I ever hosted Thanksgiving, absolutely everything would be like from DeBruno's. Like I yeah. I don't know. I need to learn that skill soon. I don't know how to cook a damn thing. Yeah, I don't either. Who cooks in yours though? What are you doing? We're going to Al Allison's hosting at her house. So my whole family will go to Al's place. Um, but like my dad's doing the bird. We like divide everything up. Does he, is he a deep fryer or does he cook it regularly? He cooks it regularly. Okay. Yeah. Um, I could see your dad being a deep fryer, like being like, no one talked to me. I just yeah. kind of sit outside and he's chill. He's like the, I think he's got like the, um, like he'll do like the cookbook ones and he'll like brine in, do the whole thing for like oh, hours and really get it going. I'm sure there's like nine sticks of butter in that thing and doing it all up. Love it. I need a lesson. I'm in charge of veggies and salad and I'm just hoping for the best. Hey, you know what? <laughs> it's, it's a day of thanks. It's a day of giving. Just, you just do the best. I you need can. to give the green beans. Give all that I. That's can give. more than me. I'd full blown be ordering like pies. Like I, yeah, I. That's a skill I truly need to work on. Yeah. So wait, that'll be fun though. You're going down there. Yeah, going down there. Uh, Up there, down there, down. down. They live in Virginia. Down. So it'll be good. Besides traffic, it'll be fine. Yeah, it's gonna be a nightmare. Like I'm gonna leave at 4 a.m. Like the day before Thanksgiving. Smart. Yeah, just get down there. 
Yeah, but it'll be a great little time. Tis the season to be jolly. No, you know what I really think we should do as a go-to girl squad? Like I am so lame. Like for Christmas, like I think we should go ice skating together. <laughs> I think we should. And hold hands and, and hold hands in downtown Philly while we go ice skating and like wipe out. No, like I, or you know what else we should do? We should go to that bar that's downtown that they do all with Christmas decorations. Tinsel. Like we should do something Christmassy. I'm into it. I'm into the, I love the season. Tis the season. Okay. I'm into it. I think I'm going to come up with some activities that we can do. Whatever you want to do as a go-to girl squad for okay. Christmas, I'm totally right there with you. I really think we should do it. Like, I'm so excited about it. Like Christmas activities. Wait, so I want to talk about this one. We're going to talk about people who have slid into our DMs tonight and we're going to yes. answer some stuff that's come through. Yes. And we're going to talk about that. But one of them that I saw that was new that I don't have much information of, but I know you know is the Instagram ha- handle Girls Give Back. Yes. So tell me about who they are and what we're doing with them for Thanksgiving. Girls Give Back is a nonprofit organization that was started in Philadelphia by one of my really good friends, Brianna Bree Williamson, mm-hmm. and one of her super close friends. And you guys follow them on Instagram. It's just a really good organization, like truly like grassroots. Like I'm so inspired by Bree. And her co-founder, because they saw a need. They saw that there was a huge need in the Philadelphia community. So they'll do fundraisers. They'll do things, but they like people to actually get involved with the people they're helping. So for instance, well, I love, so the go-to husband, Jared's dad is donating turkeys. My father-in-law is donating two turkeys. Love it. So he's a giver for this Thanksgiving like on Sunday, I'm going to go to Wegmans, pick up a bunch of birds. Ryan's coming with me. We're going to get Thanksgiving, the whole deal. I love and how Ryan's going with you. Ryan yeah. got roped in. Yep. Ryan's going to come for the muscle. Friend Ryan. He, friend Ryan. He's going to come in. We're going to get a whole bunch of stuff and drop it off at um, one of the community centers in Kensington. Love it. Stuff like that. And also like for the podcast listeners, we are going to do something over Christmas. Like be on the lookout. I think it's so important just to give back and especially when you can see where it's going and like what impact it's having. Yeah. So thank you to all of us, especially my father-in-law for hooking us up and getting some turkeys for girls give back. Am I ever going to meet him? Oh, for sure. Okay, good. Yeah. He comes, is he going to come for like a Christmas sitch? Like what's that? So we, we do the different, we like break up the holidays. So we have to like figure all that out. Like when, wherever we're traveling, if we're here, like what we're doing, like it's always something. Okay. Can I ask you an honest question? Oh, Jesus. Well, me being single and always ready to mingle. Yeah. Over the holidays, there are many things that being single is annoying AF. Okay. I am constantly asked like, oh, Jill, it's just you again. <laughs> like, mm, good to see you. Bye. Good to see you, pal. Or like, oh, well, let's pick on Jill. What's wrong with you? And you like don't have an ally there. Sucks. I know. Sometimes it gets brutal. Like holidays, I think for a lot of people, especially if you're single, it can get a little, a little wild. A lot of questions. Right? But like, I am woman, hear me roar. roar. I am a survivor. Yeah. Whatever. All that stuff. Right. Here's the one thing though that I think is a pro that I never have to think about splitting up. I can go wherever I want to damn go. Yeah. You can go wherever you need to be. I mean, I know you love Jared's family, but are there some holidays where you're like, oh, the fact that we have to schedule this is annoying. No, the hard thing, the the hard thing is like Jared's family's having their Christmas party the same day that we have a wedding. So Mm -hmm. the tough thing is like with schedules, because there's always so much going on, like that balance between where do we go? What event do we go to? How do we going to split with families and all that? And I can't even imagine people who have kids, like how they do it with they have kids. Because then it's like, you got to get the grandkids involved. Right. 
I don't get, I don't know. It's just a lot. I would think it's just a lot logistically and you don't want to let anyone down. And especially if they don't live around the corner from each other. Yeah. And you're on planes and you're moving yeah. and trying to figure everything out. Yeah. So that's the one thing I think is super, super tough. Um, speaking of weddings, you're a maid of honor. I am. Wait, is it maid or matron? I'm matron because I'm married. Matron because you're married. Yeah. Is there a maid or you're the only? I'm a maid and a matron. There's two. You're- Oh, there's two. There's two. There's a maid and then I'm the matron. So there's two of us. Are you giving a co-speech? We're doing a co-speech. Oh. Yeah. One of my favorite activities. One of my favorite activities. Okay. So tell me, where where are you with the speech? Um, We're in the process. We're like theme. So I'm a big believer in the maid of honor speeches that I've done. See, how many have you done? I've done zero. I've done two. That's so a this lot. will be my third. Oh, you did one at Megan's. I did Megan's. Duh. I was there. I was yeah. an audience member for yeah, that. Yeah, I did Megan's and I did Susie's. And then this will be my third. Um, and the big thing is like, you got to go in with like a structure. Oh, like for sure. There has to be a structure to it. Like you can't just go like, oh my God, let me tell you about my favorite story. Right. And like how we know each other. Like you and have- it can't be too inside. Because- right. And it has to like incorporate other people. I really should do- um, a podcast on writing a maid of honor speech. Honest to God, that would be a good one. Like yeah. how to do it because I think people buckle under the pressure. Also, you know what I've seen lately at the million weddings I just went to? People, you know what? People used to have a piece of paper. Now yeah. everyone brings up their phone. Which is the dumbest thing you can do. They read They read off their iPhone. Because your phone locks. If your phone locks, yeah. if you lose your place, like at least with the paper, I feel like it's stable right. and you have it you and can you know flow. your place and stuff, you can flow. Um, with the phone, I don't get the phone because if the phone turns off, someone texts you, exactly. someone calls you, something happens, it throws off your whole mojo. You know what? It throws like it off. Some things you got to go old school with like yeah, this. I think, but you know, and someone else asked me this. They're like, do you have the paper? And I was like, yes, because I like to, I, I'm not memorizing it, right, you but I like to know me. my place and where I need to go and what I need, what points I need to hit. I'm with you. I'm with you because and I love, I, I love miserable. It. I thrive. Like people get nervous. I'm like, put oh, me, put me in coach. That's I'm, ready, your, I'm ready to play. That's your wheelhouse. Uh, you were born to be a maid of honor. I was born for that stage. Love yeah. It. Like I love, I love the honor of the honor. Well, your speech at Magus was really good. I felt really good about, I love, I liked my, um, I liked my vibe for Megs. Yeah. Big time. Cause it was like, she want to be confident and funny, but not too funny, like embarrassing. Right. And, like, and it's, it's like, I've line. known Meg my whole life. And then she was a COVID bride. So there was right. a lot of directions I could have gone with yeah. it, but I felt good about Megs. I felt really, it, it felt like a win. It was a definite win. It was, and you want to do them like you want to make the bride proud. Exactly. Like as the maid of honor, you just want it's her time to shine. Yeah. Like you just want to make the bride proud. Like you just want to make the day easy for them, have everything be flawless. Like, you just want to make them proud. Like, I, we need to do a full podcast on this. Totally. Yeah. I think we should. I think people would be interested. I think it's interesting. I mean, it's, and it's a lot, but like weddings are a lot. I mean, we've talked about that, mm-hmm. but like it is a really cool, like it's one of your best friends or siblings or family, like biggest day. So you just want to do it right. You know what I mean? Exactly. You want to shit the bed. No, no performance anxiety. God, no. And, and it's like when people shit the bed, you're like, God, that was bad. Can you, oh, it, you remember the bad ones. Well, yeah. I was dating a guy once and he gave it with his brother and no joke. I tend to date dudes who tell the longest stories. Yeah. And he got drunk and I'm telling you, people had to uh, like eject. Like it it went on for like 15 minutes. People were like, you got to go. It was bad. Yeah. I've seen some, I mean, we've all have been there. We've seen some really good ones. We've seen some really bad, but the good ones are winners. And and you know yeah. what? Go quick. Like, right. If you're up there too long, no, you got to go get in, get out. Get in, get out. 
You're exactly. not, yeah, get in, get out. So yeah, it'll be interesting. But yeah, so I'm, so that'll be, that's super exciting. I'm pumped for that. That'll be in December. And then I'm um, just getting over the vid. <laughs> yeah, we need to talk about this. Our oh little Lauren, God. our little Lauren was. Oh, God. She is a COVID survivor. I'm a survivor. I am a survivor. And you're here to tell it. Yeah, I mean, I'm so it's my first day out of quarantine. I mean, first day of quarantine. And this is the commitment. Like, we're here recording a podcast. Yeah, this is my, I was but ready to get out. Though. Tell me about it, though. Was it miserable? So it was interesting. I just was like, okay, I have a head cold. All good. You know, it's the season. Right. We're changing seasons. Like, this is normal. And then two days later, I had a fever. I couldn't smell anything. And I had very little taste. Mm-mm. And I was like, like, shit. Shit. So I went and got a rapid test at CVS. Okay. I was positive. Jer was negative. Okay. Jer, the go-to husband. The go-to husband yes. was negative. But then I was like, okay, like these things, are, there's so many false negatives, false positive in the rapid test. I was like, this could be bullshit. Right. Maybe I just have the flu. So then I went and got the PCR test, which was like the official one that takes like right. two days to get back. And then I found out and that came back and that was positive. So I was like, fuck. So I, I still can't smell. I can't smell anything. I was down. I took a day off of work um, and was down pretty hard. But yeah, it sucked. It totally sucked. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a bitch. And I can't smell a and damn And you still can't smell. I can't. I can't smell a damn thing. Do people say, I mean, I know obviously it's anecdotal at this point, but did people say, oh, it should come back at this point? Or like people are like, I have no idea. No, they have no idea. It's like, and it's funny. It's like, oh, take Tylenol, take Mucinex. Like it's not... I don't know. I thought there was going to be like, uh, like a healing moment. Like they no. were going to be like, oh, here's your Z pack or something, or like we're going to heal you. And it's like, no, take your Tylenol, take your Mucinex, tons of vitamin C, right. do a bunch of liquids and tons of sleep. Like get tons of rest. And that's it. And that's it. That's what they tell you. So it's almost like you have the flu. Yeah. But I mean, I'm double vaxxed. I can't wait to booster. Yeah. Like booster me the fuck exactly. up. Exactly. Uh, flu shot me the fuck up. Like yep. do, do it all. Oh, I'm next ready to Tuesday, go. I'm doing both. Because let me tell you, it, it was it hit me like a bitch, like a freight train. Yep. It sucked. It totally sucked. But and yeah, I'm on the I'm on the up and up. I'm out. Good. I'm out. And I'm out. that is the PSA. Get the damn booster. Yeah, booster. Do it. I mean, New York City, anyone can get it now. I know here it's going to be soon, but soon. also like truly what I've heard is if you are there and you make an appointment, no one is asking. Yeah, no one's asking like, anything. Just I know at CVS, you can just go and just yeah. get it. And like Wegmans, I don't, I don't think people are asking if you yeah. can get an appointment. No. Just do it. Load up. Load. And like the holiday season's coming up. Exactly. Families and stuff. So yeah, so I am officially a survivor of the vid. I know because like it we, sucked. It's it was weird when I got that test and it said positive. Uh, yeah, you're like shit. I'm like shit. I thought because you think you're almost invincible after you get the vaccines, right? Um, but or like, if you're Aaron Rodgers, yeah. But they're not an like, idiot. Like oh. I don't get that. No, I don't get it. I really don't either. And I've been through multiple debates with people. My stance is he's still a moron. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like produce 200 pages of documents. You Unless you have MD after your name, sir. Yeah. Like unless you know what PCR stands for, my, Bye. don't talk to me. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I agree. Like I love these people Facts. who are like, I need to do more research. Uh, are we going to your lab? Right. Where, what, what do you, where's where are your we petri doing the re- dishes? Where are we doing the research? Exactly. Like again, I just don't understand it. Yeah. Just get back. So yeah, I'm a survivor. I don't have asthma. Um, that was a big plus because that was the number one question they asked me. Yes. Um, I it's probably a comorbidity. I probably got it when I was in Charleston because they did the back tracing or whatever of like how many mm. days and where you were at. Cause then they got and then they had to find out what airline I was on. So they had to do the the oh, county and like 
like real deal. Well, they asked you like, what day was this day? Where where were you this day? And all they have to like back it up from when you were like, oh lord. Oh. And yeah, I guess they have to make a record. But yeah, I'm alive. I'm alive and back to. T- I'm here to tell the tale. You're here to tell. Um, tale. vid for well, I have a. I got the bodies. I know you got those antibodies. I got the bodies. I got the bodies. You're but back. Yeah, so I'm back. So tonight, what we want to do is first talk about what we're thankful for. Yes, because it is our Thanksgiving episode. It's our Thanksgiving episode. I am thankful for real. I'm thankful for this podcast. I am too. And for the listeners. But I'm also thankful mostly for my co-host, Lauren. <laughs> Isn't this a, like our little friendship made in over a bachelorette oh party? God. It's just like amazing that this is like where we've ended up. I mean, it's wild. Okay, I gotta I have to say this. I am truly thankful for our listeners. Like Beyond. Beyond that we have, like, it, it's becoming a moment for me now that we're getting reviews on Apple and, like, iTunes and different places of people are like, hey, I have literally no connection to you, but I found you through this, or I was looking for this kind of podcast, and now I'm, like, an avid, like, we're, we're now, it's not just our friends and our parents are listening, like, we're having new people who are discovering the podcast really enjoying it. I'm very thankful for all of you that listen to this bullshit. So thankful. And I think it hit me the other day. I was talking to a friend of mine and and we were talking about something work-related and she's like, well, I didn't have time to call you, but you know, I listened to the episode on X, Y, and Z. So I went in like this and I was like, yeah, that just knowing that there are some tangible things, like yeah. people are actually putting them into action. I was like, Good for you. Like people like are actually listening. I love it. Well, you got to meet some listeners. Wait, can I, I have to tell you, this is so embarrassing. This is so fucking embarrassing. More than IBS? More than irritable bowel. (laughs) More than me having irritable bowel syndrome and telling it publicly. I felt so fucking cool at your birthday party. (laughs) Like Like you were a mini celeb? Like I was an influencer that night. Like what? Yes. Love it. Like you are. You I, are an influencer. The amount of people that came up to me. And again, like this is your this is your core circle of friends. So it's like the, of course they support My core you. Core 100 friends. Yeah. Yes. Core 100 friends that like listen to the pod, support you and all yes. that. But like god, I, it makes me sound so selfish and this is probably why I've like go to therapy and have issues, but like when people come up and be like, "Oh my god, you're the other half." And they'd be like, you're the other go-to girl. I was like, holy shit. Like you we, felt like Angelina Jolie. I made it. Like I, I made fucking it. made it. <laughs> I fucking made it. Like, and people are so friendly. They were like, thank you for being so honest. Like, thank you guys for being so transparent. Like, oh my God, I Love feel it. the same way. I cried my entire way at home from work. Like I'm going through therapy. Like it's people like actually relating to it. And I was like, holy shit. Like people listen to this again, though. It was like all these amazing people that support you, but like selfish me was like, this is, I'm having, I had a moment at your birthday party. I I had a moment. Love that you had a moment. I had a moment. I had a total moment. I love it. I thought I was an influencer. I mean, Hey, you know what? Like I should have been posting content that night. We're big time. Like nobody asked me about my outfit or like, where did you get it? (laughs) But like everyone was like, Oh my God. Like you singing on Eagle's wings was a highlight of my day. And I'm like, I know people like the church hymn content. People, I mean, that's not where we're going to pivot towards, but people love church hymns. People love the therapy. People love honesty. They love that I'm having mental breakdowns. People love like the, the real the life real shit, like do this Lauren. at work. I was like, God, 
It's so good. I have new friends. I don't know. It's so good. It was a beautiful moment. There were many beautiful listeners. Like, I know your birthday party was like all about you and what a beautiful night it was with your hundred closest friends, but you created a lot of magical memories for me. So cheers to to you, birthday girl. Thank you. It was amazing. (laughs) But I really wish I had gotten to talk to people for more than like two seconds. That's Dude, the only thing and introduce people to each other. Big group of people, to, not to manage, but just like so get your, to make your rounds. Well, I freaked out. So you guys, we, the party was supposed to start at 730. Yeah. Of course. Like, we get got there the, at like 727. Right. Get to the front thing though. And there's a line. So we don't get down there until 745. But I was so pumped. If you've ever been to Harp and Crown, their drink menu is mm, top notch. So good. And they let, well, when I say they let me, I paid for it, but right. they yeah. let me order. They let us order off the menu, like yeah. full blown. I thought they were just going to be shocked. like, here's tequila and we have like pineapple. I thought it was going to be like Sprite. Wells. Yeah. Wells. Exactly. And juices. Yeah. And like, meanwhile, I signed a contract. Like, this is what I'm talking about being an adult. You'd think I would know exactly what I'm getting. I was like, mm, let's just do it. Yeah. I was so pumped about the drink selection. Yeah. I thought it was great. It was so good. I thought the venue was perfect. I've um, People bold. People bold. There was activities. The food was great. I wish they had more cocktail weenies. Um, I know. I said the same thing. Wish they had more wieners. Um, but yeah, when they passed out that full menu, the bar menu with the drinks, I was like, are you fucking me? Because some of those drinks are like 13, 14 bucks. I'll tell you what to get. And when I you had a harp and crown. I had a bunch of like uh, uh, the specialty drinks. Uh, it's called the Meridian Peak. It is the best drink on the planet. It's tequila based. Like I love the waitress was just like, Jill, I know you need another one. I was like, yes, I do. Yes, she was, man. And that waitress was. Olivia was busting her She was busting her ass. Ask for Olivia at Harp and Crown. Harp and Crown, guys. If you needed event space, it was fucking perfect. It was great for a B-Day. It was a good time. Um, We're answering our DMs. We're answering. People are sliding in. Now, again, as I like to repeat, no one, and I repeat, no one uh, has a penis. No. No one is sliding into my DMs to ask me on a date. However, we... <laughs> There's no dudes to be found. There's not a single dude to be found on here. Not a single one is interesting. And you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm, I mean, I... Girl power. You know what no, I mean? We, I it is love, go-to girls. Right. I'm obsessed with it. I'm just saying, if someone had a brother, if someone had someone cool, tell them to slide into my personal DMs. However... We do get a lot of DMs with some questions that we're going to answer tonight. And we love your questions. Please keep sliding into our DMs. We love it so It much. makes us feel good about ourselves. It does. And it's mm. also really highlights what is relevant to you right now. And we love to do these little Q&As where we can just get to the meat of it. You know? Yeah. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. What's our first, I'm what's our first DM? Which is direct mm. message. Direct message. You know when people used to say ping me? I swear to God, I still kind of don't know what that means. Ping me. Like, is ping me? Is that, is that Blackberry? I thought that was Blackberry. Blackberry. Like, I used to love, I wish they still had Blackberries. I dominated I a Blackberry. Oh, God. Dominated. I could type like a, like a motherfucker on that. Dominated. Thing. I literally crushed a Blackberry. Hate, I still hate the iPhone. Because even when I was texting you, it changes and to abs. It like, it's horrible. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, DMs. You ready? Yes. Okay. This first one comes in from my college roommate's sister. Is this Theo's sister? No. Okay. Diff- okay. She was a college friend. Got it. Harvard MBA. What? Like big time. This chick is like, like fucking legit. And I'm not calling people out by their like. Okay. We're going to use an alias. I guess. Cause I don't know okay. if like people want that. So Sally. Like, Sally is calling in. All right. DM. 
Hi, Jill and Lauren. Loving the content you guys are putting out there. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. An episode suggestion, which we are going to have tonight. Would love to hear about addressing feedback at work and it timely given its performance review time for many workers out there. Mm. So true because we're hitting end of the year right now and everyone's getting their reviews. So it's the season. Yep. It's the season of how are we addressing feedback at work? It is the season of feedback at work. It is the season of men in gray sweatpants. Happy it holidays. It is the holiday. It is. I love that season. Whew. Okay. Performance reviews. So here. they are here. My hot take, our hot take on a performance review. If anything that is said in that review is a surprise, fuck. Houston, we got a problem. Yeah. We need to have a come to Jesus and back it up because a performance review, if you have an excellent manager and a good employee manager relationship, you should be forewarned. You should have regular interval updates. You should know exactly the scores and what's going to go on in that performance review. So number one, not that I'm not answering the question, we will get to that, but I would say your first step is to look at what does your yearly annual meeting schedule look like? Mm -hmm. What are your check-ins with your boss? Do you have these one-on-one conversations? Like have at least quarterly check-ins, like where am I? What am I doing? All that kind of stuff. I think too, how are you taking advantage of when you have senior leaders in your phone? Like for example, I had the global, I had our global um, vice president who oversees all of our markets on the phone with me today. And we were talking about some strategy stuff going into the new year. And I had asked him like, hey, just want to check in with you. I've now hit my six month mark. Is How are you feeling like I'm progressing? Am I yes. getting there in the time that you want me to? Are there things I could be doing differently? Because when am I else going to have him on a call where we're talking about strategy and different things that I could really pick his brain to be like, hey, we're at that six month time. You're over all the global markets. You're not in my day to day. But what are you hearing? Because you know things are getting back to him from different people. What's going on? What can I be doing better? But I don't ever want to be surprised at the end of the year to be like, that was my performance review and I had no idea that was coming. So take those moments with your leaders to get the feedback. Exactly. And most bigger companies will have sort of set stages. What, what, what I really do, or at least we do in our company... It's something called SMART goals. Okay. So every six months, we set a SMART goal. It's an acronym. It stands for Specific, Measurable, Actionable, Relevant Timeline. Hmm. And you set three goals, four goals that you go over with your manager. And I think it's really good for people to do professionally as well as personally. But basically, those are the goals, the metrics, the quantifiable numbers you're meant to hit that year. Those are your goals you have weigh in with you and your supervisor. If your company does not do that formally, my biggest piece of advice would be for you to do that informally Mm -hmm. with your boss so that you have set metrics. The other thing in terms of these performance reviews that I urge people to do, we urge people to do, every single month, keep an Excel file Mm -hmm. of your highlights, your highlight reel, what you've done, what projects you've worked on, because at the end of the year, when they say, well, where have you been spending your time? What have you been doing? You should be able to pull up that Excel document and quantify your value, your time spent, all of that without even the blink of an eye. And I think it makes sure that there's numbers associated with it. So how big those accounts were, the numbers that are associated, how many people did it impact it, and then I would put things in there too, like committees that you're on, 100%. outside things that are outside Women's your role, circles, that you're mentorship. Like, what are you doing to really show your whole self and that whole portfolio that you have that you're bringing to your review? 1000%. And then after your performance review, and let's face facts, we're not going to sit here. There have been more than a few performance reviews 
I was not happy with this score. Mm -hmm. I wanted to debate a score. Here's the thing. Take a deep breath, have a rational discussion. And what I have done in the past is set up a work plan because you need to learn how to take that constructive feedback and criticism because a good boss only wants to make you better. Yeah. So at first, human nature to get defensive or blame someone else. But I think you need to take a deep breath, take a day or two, come back with an action plan for how you're going to improve upon that certain skill and go from there. You need to control your own destiny. It is not your boss's job to outline your work plan for you. Totally agree. That and the other thing I will say is, because I'm facing this right now, you know, I'm going to come into my performance review with a trajectory of where I want to go. We have something called a bridge program Mm -hmm. that I want to bridge into and explore other opportunities. That is my job to present that and to sell that and to sell me and and make the case for that during my performance review. Like you have to have clarity around around where you're going. That's not your boss's job. Yeah, no, totally agree. And I think the big question we got here too around the feedback, I think feedback in the moment is just so important. Mm-hmm. Like don't hold your feedback for three weeks or four weeks later and wait till a review to give that feedback to that person. I think it's immediate that you have to be careful in how you address the feedback, right. but I think feedback needs to be immediate and coaching needs to be immediate. Exactly. And I mean, just think about, I don't want to say selfishly, but selfishly what works for you in, in terms of like, you know, if I have spinach in my teeth, I want to know that in the moment. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to tell me after the party and I've talked to a hundred people. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. think about it that way too, but just, it's always, it's not, it's not the what, it's the how, yeah. how you say it, how you encompass it. But I mean, these are big skills and I mean, I don't know about you, Lauren, but I think when I was younger or first in the workforce, I was like, they're so smart and they're so much older and they're going to be the greatest boss and they know so much. I'm not saying you don't have respect for that person, but also realize everyone is human. And you know what? You might have different work styles and you might learn something from every interaction. Maybe you wouldn't handle it that way. So you're going to take it and handle it a different way in the future. Totally agree. I love that. Yeah. It's a lot though. I mean, it's uh, let's, let's face facts. We're not going to sugarcoat this shit. It's an ego blow. Do I hear every performance review something I could do better? For sure. Yeah. But if I don't hear something I could do better, then I'm in freaking la-la land and I'm not progressing. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. You need that voice of reason and that honest, constructive criticism. Best of luck to all of you. Yeah. It's performance review time. Best of luck. But that also means it's bonus time. Money, money, money. Money. Make sure you're getting it. Make sure you're getting it. Because you know, we will... We'll hunt you re-up. down. We'll re-up an episode on this, but go back, listen, negotiation, like performance reviews the time because now mama's cleaning out their budget. Yep. End of year. So um, guess what? Now's the time to ask. Actually, you should actually set the stage and ask before your performance review, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. But now's the time to really, that's also an action plan. Listen, I want to be at this title next year. I want to be have these opportunities. That's the time to talk about it at your performance review. Get it. Get it, girls. Get it. All right. You ready for our next one? I'm ready. Former client of mine Ooh. during my time at Disney. Oh, um, Helen. Helen. Hello, Helen. Helen Hunt. Twister. First Wait, of all, personal question. Um, planning Ooh. in Charleston needs deets. So she sent you her email. You need to slide into her DM yes. to give her everything. Oh, Helen, who's not Helen. I will who's email Helen? you back. I have a whole, um, and Lauren has been to these oh. places. I have a whole itinerary for you yeah. at Charleston. I'll give you a whole download. Slide okay. into her DMs if you want the itinerary. Question. How do you explore opportunities within the same organization without p- impacting your current role? 
I know for me, I care a lot about perception and hurting people's feelings. Uh, great Helen. question. Helen. Helen. Nail on the head, Helen. Here's the deal. In a, I will preface by saying, I really believe it, a lot of this depends on what type of company and what type of culture. Meaning, I work for a global Fortune 500 company. Mm -hmm. There are built-in programs. In fact, I'm very lucky in that people ask me, what do I want to do? My boss says, where's your next career goal? Let's, we have bridge programs where you learn. Um, Pfizer, for instance, I know has six-month stints where they literally have a program where you'll be in marketing and in sales and this. That's those are the lucky ones where you can really voice what you want to do. That was the same when I was at Disney because it's a huge company. It was very big on like, oh, I went from six different departments during my eight, nine years there, but that was normal. That was normal to build these programs. They were called you expand you know, with they were it. called t- temporary assignments. They moved you to go be with different leaders to learn different sides of the business because you were more marketable the more you learned about the whole operation. But that's for big companies. Right. I think it's a lot tougher when you're in smaller companies and you need to be careful about your reputation and who you're talking to and the brand that you're building. Exactly. And so what I would say is, number one, again, you know, we'll talk about the job you're currently in now, but look for those things for your next role, your next company. Company culture is important, how they expand. This current job is the first job. And hello, I'm 40 years old that actually said, well, what do you want to do? I was Mm. like, what? Yeah. You know, that's not inherent in every company. A lot of jobs want you to stay in the job you are and never leave and plateau. So Mm -hmm. again, that's all part of culture. But what I would say is, you know, take advantage of those resources. But here's my keyword of the day or keyword to this question, stretch projects. If you are thinking about or interested in a different department, a different role, do a stretch project. Now, Mm -hmm. it makes more work for you. But you're also embedding yourself in that company culture or that department. You're starting to learn the lay of the land. And as long as you are proficient at what you're doing currently, your manager should really encourage that stretch project. Um, Think of a way to spin it. Think of a narrative. How does it relate to what you're doing now? How will it expand your skill set? Is it a transferable skill? There are many, many ways you can spin this. I think too, you have to know the relationship that you have with your leader to have that conversation. Yes. So where you're at with your leader is a very big place too to say, hey, you because you'd never want to like make it seem like you're not invested or you're not going to work hard right. or you're not going to do the job. But you also want to have those honest conversations because that leader can help you to get to that next phase and to support exactly. that growth. And you also don't want to blindside them because right. they're going to be like, F you. Right. You never want to blindside. Meaning, of course, I think you bring up a great point, especially if it's internal. Yeah. And what I always say to people and what I always say to clients, like sort of think about it too. Like when you're looking for a new job, externally, there's something called a little white line. Mm -hmm. They don't know how much you make. You can really, really use that internally. No joke. My company knows when I go to the bathroom, when I turn my computer on, how much money I'm making. Like you can't, you can't play a player. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like internally, you have to play by the rules because you don't want to get burned. Yep. So exactly. Your boss is your best line of defense and truly a good manager will want to encourage your growth. So be open, be transparent. But again, use your emotional intelligence. You also know that relationship you have with your boss, but it's all in the spin. If you can spin something on its head and show how it's going to benefit the department you're in currently, that's the ticket. Amen. 
seriously, and go for what you want. If you don't make it known, it's never going to happen. And I'm in the middle of this right now. Like I'm making my trajectory known, even though I might be junior for it, I'm starting to put it into people's heads that this is what I want to do, the direction I want to take. And we're going to get there maybe next year. Manifest it, bitch. We're going to manifest it it. and take that action because you never know what is going on. Maybe they have 12 slots and guess what? That 12 slot isn't filled and you might be a little bit junior, but guess what? You fit right into it that year. Like never hesitate. If you don't stand up for your own development, no one is going to stand up for you. Amen. I mean, that's the deal. That's the deal. That Those are the DMs. Wait, there's one funny one that makes me laugh. Stop. Tell me. Please add merch quoting Jill. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do say that all the time. <laughs> I find myself answering every time she asks. Do you I, know what that's my nervous tick? You, you know, know what, what I'm saying? saying? That's my nervous tick. Mine's I think. See, I don't I know. I go, I think. Like I think or I think. And you But I feel like that sounds smarter than you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Lord, I you know do what I'm say saying that a lot, but I also think that's a very Libra tendency. I would love a sweatshirt that says that. You know what I'm saying? We really need to work on our merch. Plus, okay, we won't we'll discuss this on a future episode, but there you'll have a place to buy the merch soon. Yeah, you'll have a place to go to buy the merch. Yes, I love it so much. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, okay. Did we talk about what we're grateful for? Like, should we close out? We like Chug- talked about oh, well, what's your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Tell me about oh, that. Amen. That's like a big one. <sighs> Mashed potatoes. Oh, so good. And then the pie. But what kind? Like pumpkin, apple. See, I'm down for, I'm down to bone. Pumpkin weirds me out like no one's business. The texture, I can't. It like chuck up. It makes me sick. Mashed potatoes, the pie. It truly makes me sick. (laughs) Like pumpkin pie is disgusting to me. Why? Just texture. gooey, gross orange. Like I want to throw up just thinking about it. And I hate pumpkin. Oh, love it. Yeah. Like a candle, yes. Do you like a PSL? No. I like my normal chai latte. <laughs> Have you been back to your box? No. I had to go to another Starbucks. Ugh. Did we tell the group I got yelled at? No, we didn't. Oh, I um did a mobile order at Starbucks and I usually don't. And I like saw my order and I went to touch it and I got screamed at for touching it because he, then he would have to quote unquote replace all the bags I touched. Like P.S. I didn't put my hand in like a muffin. Like I was like, okay. So I haven't been back to that Starbucks. I'm embarrassed. You used to go every day. I still go every day just to a different Starbucks. I know, but like, it's amazing to me that you, that was your routine with tubs. I know. It's still my routine. We just go different. We go a different path. What's your favorite dish since you're going to throw up when you eat pumpkin pie? Uh, Thanksgiving? Yeah. Stuffing. One hundred pay. So good. I could literally just eat a bowl of stuffing. Do you like turkey? Love turkey. Yeah, I'm good with turkey. Tryptophan. <laughs> give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Let me pass out. I love Thanksgiving so much. <sighs> Just eat. I eat. Eat and have be merry. Pie, pecan, apple, just no pumpkin. We also Man. always get, we're low rent because we always get a Carvel ice cream cake, you know, the oh, ones in the shape of a turkey. So good. Losers. I didn't know that they were, I didn't know they had turkey shaped Carvels. Yeah, losers. But Carvel, I mean, the, what are the chocolate crisp oh, things in the middle of the Carvel cake? So good. I mean, take me to heaven. So good. Take me to heaven. I love that. it. I mean, that's our Thanksgiving. Guys, happy Happy holidays. Happy gobble gobble. Hope you're with your family. Enjoy the day. Enjoy hopefully the long weekend. Yes. Hopefully you're not working on a Friday after Live Thanksgiving. Your life. Live your life. Do your best. Slide into our DMs. Keep the comments coming. Make sure you check out Go To Girls Podcast on Instagram. Continue to slide into our DMs. We love it. 
Always. Always need it. Check out Go To Girls Podcast website at gotogirlspodcast.com. And as always, subscribe, rate, review, five stars only. Love it. That was, you're like a pro at those outros. So good. Slide into our DMs. What episode are we on now? Even if you don't have a peen. Um, I mean, how many episodes have we done? We're on like 30. This is 31. 31. How wild is that? That's cool. Crazy. We need to have, if we make it to a hundred party time. Can you imagine? No. Can I imagine? Of course we've manifested that we're envisioning it. Us and Joe Rogan famous slash not Joe Rogan because famous and quit our job. He's also a wackadoo. Um, Tis the season <laughs> to be jolly. Fa la 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 la. That's like next week. We'll get into Christmas. Happy holidays. Love you. Bye guys. Bye.